Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it surely does not matter who the host is. Today is Friday, July the 3rd of 2020. Hopefully it's the beginning of your Independence Day weekend. It's day 185 of the year and only... 181 days to go. Hey, it's been a little over 23 hours since we last hung out. We are streaming currently live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, broadcasting across the multiverse here via safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live, safetyfm.tv, safetyfm.whatever the hell you can probably think of, and we'll probably there. And of course, we're actually broadcasting via video stream, hello, Um, via the multi-channels that we have available. And then, of course, if you're not listening to us in real time, by the way, just in case, 12.01 Eastern time, we are also available via podcast. So anyways, how are you doing today? Hopefully things have gone well over the last 23 hours or so. Not anything too crazy hopefully has happened over the last little bit. But as you know, we try to get you started right away. Don't want to waste too much of your time before I get to waste a lot of your time. And let's get you started right now with the stuff that you never knew you were going to care about. Information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. 
from Feature Story News in London, I'm Benji Hire. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is urging people to act safely and sensibly when lockdown is eased in England this weekend. Many businesses, including restaurants, pubs, hairdressers and cinemas, will be allowed to open their doors for the first time since March. But Mr Johnson is warning the country is not out of the woods yet when it comes to coronavirus. We wanted to, to give pubs time to prepare prepare. We wanted a date early in July. And when I look at what is happening, I hope very much that people will behave responsibly. Police say they're bracing themselves for a busy weekend, though. In Leicester, the first UK city subject to a local lockdown following a spike in COVID-19 cases, more officers are expected to be on duty than during a typical New Year's Eve. Meanwhile, visitors arriving in England from more than 50 countries will no longer need to quarantine from July 10th, although the United States does not make the cut. Most travellers to the UK currently have to self-isolate for two weeks. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps will publish a full list of exempt nations on Friday. France, Germany, Italy, uh, Spain uh, will all be on that list. Uh, and uh, it's really important that we've done this in a very careful and cautious way. The most important thing is to maintain the, the gains we've had from Uh, everybody working so hard, staying at home and all of that stuff. Um, And we don't want to throw that away now. Campaigners in Russia are threatening to take to the streets next week to protest the results of a vote on Vladimir Putin's future. Election authorities in Russia say more than three quarters of voters supported changes allowing the longtime president to stand for two more terms, meaning he could be in power at the age of 83. Moscow correspondent Lucy Taylor reports. Organisers of the NYET campaign say they were not given a fair hearing in the build-up to this week's national vote. They say they'll hold a rally next Wednesday, calling for the results to be cancelled. But there's very little chance their demands will be met. The Kremlin called the results a triumph. It changes the constitution to give Vladimir Putin the chance to stand for election again twice, meaning he could be Russia's president until 2036. Lucy Taylor, Moscow. French Prime Minister Edouard Philippe has tendered his resignation after heading President Emmanuel Macron's government for three years. The ruling La République en Marche had poor local election results last weekend. Under France's constitution, the Prime Minister is appointed by the President to run the government and coordinate its actions. And footballer Leroy Sane has completed his $55 million move from Manchester City to Bayern Munich. The 24-year-old German winger signed a five-year contract at the Bundesliga club. Sane joined Man City from German side Schalke in 2016, winning two Premier League titles, the FA Cup and two League Cups. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. More today on the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell, accused of recruiting and grooming teenage girls for her then-boyfriend, the financier Jeffrey Epstein, accused also of lying under oath about Mr Epstein's various proclivities. She faces the prospect of 35 years in jail if she's convicted of all the charges she faces and is expected to come under pressure from prosecutors to tell them what she knows about some of Mr Epstein's other associates including the Duke of York. Lisa Bloom is a lawyer representing one of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged victims. I spoke to my client who has allegations against Elaine Maxwell. And, you know, you'd think that she would be pleased, but her primary reaction was fear. And she's always been very fearful of Elaine Maxwell. She calls her brutal and ruthless 
And she feels that perhaps Ghislaine will try to come after her in some way. My client just wants to live her life anonymously, raise her children, go to work. Uh, So she's fearful. But she also is pleased that Ghislaine has been brought to justice. Prosecutors opposed bail, saying Ghislaine Maxwell is an extreme flight risk, has three passports, vast amounts of money and every incentive to leave the U.S. But as you heard Lisa Bloom say there, many observers are stunned that she was here, in New Hampshire, right under the nose of New York prosecutors. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by liking Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. Benji Hire reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I have to tell you, nothing better than when the news itself plugs itself as a service that is available to you. Anyways, hopefully you got to take a good listen to what the hell's going on there. A lot of information shared by Feature Story News. Interesting times, interesting insights. So, just as you know. Anyways, let's continue, 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 and let's get you started with what we have going on coming from the shit list. I mean the hit list. I mean something there. I'm not sure. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so some information right away and off the cusp here. Uber is extending its mask policy indefinitely in response to their rise in positive cases of coronavirus. The company announced that its no mask, no ride mandate will require both driver and riders to cover their nose and mouth for the duration of a trip. The directive allows for riders to cancel their trip if the driver does not have facial covering. So what do you think? What's your thoughts there? What is your thought process behind the face mask thing? Now, I kind of have to think about something real quick because it didn't dawn on me until right now at the moment. Uh, A couple of different things. So would you cancel an Uber ride if the person came to pick you up and they didn't have a mask on? Just a question. Just a question right there. Something to think about. What would you do? Would you cancel the ride? Now, here's the thing. Does this give the driver, vehicle operator, the same rights to cancel if you don't have a mask on? Now, keep in mind, too, let's be real. Sometimes an Uber driver gets to pick up people that are inebriated in certain areas. So how would that work with the mask? I do talk to a lot of vehicle operators, and they do talk about how this actually does occur from time to time where they have people inside of their vehicles that vomit. Let's just be realistic. That's what ends up happening. So what happens there? What happens if they take the mask off? I mean, do you kick them out? I don't know. It's a great question. Now, I have to tell you another funny thing. I did, I forgot to mention this earlier in the week, but on my ride back from Key West was on the highway. Some pretty interesting things occurred. The serpentine belt of the vehicle I was in blew out, unknown to me. Car lost all kinds of power and got stuck on the side of the road for a little bit of a period of time. 
Had a great police officer come by and actually block off traffic, push them off to the side. Fantastic. Really do appreciate the state patrol here in good old Florida. Now, I had an Uber that I had contacted to come pick up my family that was straight on the side of the road. I was going to hang out with the car to get a towed for a few moments. I know a lot more detail than what you probably cared to know. You know that Uber would not come and pick up my family on the side of the road? Yeah. They said that they would not pick them up because it was not a safe environment to come and pick them up. In. So after talking to them for quite a bit of time, then the driver finally agreed. And then he said he could not get on the highway. What? How the hell can you not get on the highway in Florida? You can't get on the highway. And this is a toll road. Believe me, we're very big here in regards of actually getting money in Florida. So I'm pretty sure you could have got on there. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue here. Travelers flying out of Hartfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport faced major delays on Wednesday after the TSA agent tested positive. Yeah, positive for coronavirus. The diagnosis prompted officials to shut down the main security checkpoint for a through bi- a thorough biohazard cleaning, according to the n- local news outlets. So think about that. The TSA checker found to have coronavirus. Then all of a sudden, cleaned it out. Now, here's my question. Now, wasn't they didn't do an instant test, did they? How did that work? So, how thoroughly clean are some of these things? Duh. I mean, it's something to think about. It's something to talk about. It's a part of the conversation that we need to have. I'm not saying that they're dirty over there. I'm not saying that any of it's dirty. I'm just trying to figure out why all of a sudden do the thorough cleaning the moment of. What happened? What was the occurrence that you said, okay, I mean, how long ago did the guy take the test? Or the gal take the test? Or the binary take the test? Something to think about, of course. I mean, it's important. Don't get me wrong. And then how long was the delay? And let's be realistic. If you have been to the Atlanta International Airport, it is not the easiest thing to get through, especially if you're checking in. It's one of these gigantic airports if you've not had the opportunity to be there. So if you're checking in, what concourse did you have the effect on? And if it was a Delta one, holy guacamole, my friend. Because you know that's going to cause a major cluster F because of, of that occurring. Anyways, you know how that goes. Anyways, Jeff Bezos has set a new record for the world's richest person. According to Bloomberg Billionaire Index, Amazon's head honcho is now worth nearly $172 billion with a B. His ex-wife Mackenzie's wealth also hit a record. She is now worth $57 billion, making her the 12th richest person in the world. I guess not a bad place to be. Now, how has Amazon yet hit the the trillionaire club? I know that there was a, some conversations there for a period of time that that might actually be taking place. Have they already hit it? Did they hit the magic number? Are they part of the of the magic team? And I say magic team because it would just be him and her, I would imagine, because they would be the first trillion dollar company. And then that goes back into the whole conversation that we had yesterday. How do you look at it? Do you look at them differently because of what they're making during the shutdown? 
during the close down? How do you feel about Netflix? Same conversation that we had yesterday. Just think about it for a moment. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's go through this and let's go very, very lightly. Very, very lightly as I mentioned this. The economy added 4.8 million jobs last month, reducing the unemployment rate to 11.1%, according to the June job reports. Economists had expected the unemployment rate to hit 12.3% with an increase of just 3 million jobs by the end of the month. So let's talk about this real quick, because I want to make sure that I have a clear understanding and that you and I can both have the same conversation. So, yes. That number is not incorrect. There was a job increase. Now let's talk about how those numbers actually work. Was the the increase, not was, let me kind of backtrack on that one. Let's, let's do that one more time. Backtrack. Duh. Okay, so now that we backtracked a little bit, the numbers are 4.8 million. But that also includes the people that were furloughed that were hired back into their organization or put into normal work status. Do you consider that job creation? I mean, it's almost like splitting hairs in regards of it and how we can go and go about it. What do you think when you hear that? By the way, before I forget, if you look at the bottom of the screen, if you're watching on the on the streamer. The phone number to call into the studio is there now. I know. I probably should mention that out loud. We're going to start talking about it soon. I just don't know how well it will go if I start taking phone calls on this bad boy. Because I'm terrible when it comes to that stuff. Anyways, let's continue, continue. But I want you to think about it. 4.8 million. I mean, I'm glad that we're seeing some increase in jobs. Some of the safety professionals out there that were not working or going back in. Some of the other people that were out there that were not working or going back in and being able to work. That's the important part, Pete. The important piece here of the conversation, but I want to make sure that we do understand that, that we do have that conversation opposed to it just being, Hey, it's just me saying whatever the hell I want to say, because that's not the case here. What I'm trying to do is make sure that we have a clear understanding on how the numbers are coming about. It's not that there was 4.8 million brand new jobs that were never created before because it can get lost in translation relatively easy, but what the hell do I know? Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so you're going to like this for all the amazing people in Iowa. Iowa has become the first state to legalize the sale of cocktails to go. Governor Kim Richards signed off on the HF 2540 bill into law on Monday, allowing bars to sell alcoholic drinks for takeout and delivery for off-premises consumption. The temporary measure was enacted to provide some economic relief amid the coronavirus lockdown. So what do you think? Show me the chair. What the hell does that mean? Show me what chair. Okay, so what do you think about that? So now you can take it to go to drink off-premises. Now, there is no drinking and driving behind the wheel. Now, I'll tell you, when I was much younger and lived down south, there was the way that you could actually drive 
to these drive-thrus that you could actually buy alcohol and take it with you. Now, that did not go too well. So I wonder if Iowa's going to grow into the same scenario. Something to think about, of course. It is definitely a question. Because how is that going to work? How is that going to look in the long run? I mean, you know, people are going to consume it. People will do what they can. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I'm just having the conversation. If you have the availability to do it, are you going to do it? And does ice come into the glass? That's the other question, too. And is it a solo cup? And how is the alcohol measured out? There's a lot of questions that come in there. And yeah, you're going, well, how the hell do I know all this stuff? I know I don't drink. But I never did. I have never said that I don't understand on how to make a good alcoholic beverage. Just in case that's the other portion. Duh. Duh. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, the major averages have moved positive today as the Labor Department reported that the U.S. economy added 4.8 million jobs in June. This is according to the record in a single month. The CBOE Volatility Index has its largest single week drop since early May, showing the renewed investors' confidence and stability. The S&P 500 posted its fourth consecutive winning session. Microsoft led the way for this index. So just so you know, that is definitely a conversation that has taken a, taken place. By the way, before I forget, I think it's kind of funny. I was having a conversation with one of the listeners and we had the news story a few days ago and they called this almost verbatim, which I, I I'm finding hilarious at the moment. And we had a conversation about the department of transportation and about some of the things that were occurring inside of that world. And the listener told me, listen, Jay, what's going to happen next is that somebody from there is going to contact you for you to have a conversation with them about what's going on inside of the DOT world and some of that stuff there. Well, guess what? Thank you, Miss Listener. You were 100% correct. I have had an organization involved with the DOT, contact me to go and do a speech for them. Don't know how you knew it. Must mean that you're part of the board and you were just kind of setting me up. But anyways, I think that's kind of funny. So what do you think about this job index bullshit? Do you think it's spot on? Or do you feel that it's like a half truth? I mean, I'm glad the economy is doing well. That's the important part. That's what we need to factor into the whole thing. Duh. Outside of that, not sure what exactly to tell you, because that's the other portion. Anyways, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein's pal, Glisten, was arrested on Thursday morning. She faces multiple sex abuse charges, including conspiracy to entice minors to engage in sexual acts. She has been named by many of Epstein's victims as one of the primary players in his nefarious activities. The accused madam has taken into custody in New Hampshire. According to the FBI, she had been hiding out in Paris, France, before her arrest. So what the hell was she doing in New Hampshire is my first question. And didn't Epstein have like a private island at some point? Could you not go to the private island or was that actually taken up? Now, of course, the conspiracy theorists in the world are already shooting all kinds of shit online, talking about what's going to happen to this lady over the next few weeks. Because of all of the information that she knows. 
So what are you thinking? What's your thought process? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that something will occur to her or will she be able to actually make it a trial or will she make some kind of plea deal? I don't know. I don't know these things. I just share them with you as they become available. This is the world of news. If you've not seen the Jeffrey Epstein documentary about it, you should probably take a look. It's available on HBO and HBO Max. Definitely not a plug, um, but something to take a look at for sure. Um, I almost want to agree with the safety consultant here that just popped up. I think you might be spot on, Sheldon. So let's continue. The World Health Organization announced that 60% of all coronavirus cases globally have been reported in the last month. The recent increase comes six months after the first cases were reported in China. As the pandemic spirals, the U.S. has become the worst affected nation with more than 2.6 million diagnosed cases and at least 127,485 deaths. So right now, think about this for a second. What is your organization doing to make sure that your workers are staying healthy? That the COVID-19 infections are not having any kind of impact in their area. Are you still having a lot of workers working from home? Are you still seeing a lot of trends on the same things that have been going on over the last few months? Something to think about as we do have the conversation. And of course, I mentioned this because I think it's important to have the conversation. I think that we need to talk about what is being done by safety professionals. And I know that we talk quite a bit about Amazon. But Amazon has some pretty interesting things that they're doing inside of their org and how they're doing the layout. Have you taken a look at online about some of the stuff? Now, we do have a host here on Safety FM by the name of Blaine J. Hoffman that interacts with that company quite a bit. Don't know how much detail I should go into that. But he posts quite a few things online via LinkedIn about some of the stuff that they're doing at Amazon. And it seems like they have some great things in place for COVID-19. Now, we can have a whole other conversation about other things that are taking place, but that's not what I'm talking about at the moment. But they have a lot of good things that they're doing in that particular regards. Have you taken a look at it? Some of the stuff that they've done with hand sanitation, things that they've done with how they approach and get inside of locations about the six foot parameter that they do in some of their organizations or in some inside of some of their locations. I think it's something to take a look at. If you haven't taken a look at it, definitely worthwhile going online to take a look. Anyways, let's continue. Four new species of a single cell organism have been discovered in the depths of the Pacific ocean. The single celled Secnophyros were found with the help of the underwater drone used by researchers from the UK national oceanography. Center, the, the University of Hawaii and the University of Geneva in Switzerland. The findings will be published in the European Journal coming up here in the next few months. So take a look at it. Definitely. Anytime that you have anything with a new species, want to take a look at what's going on there. Anyways, the Washington Renskids will not be allowed to change venues until they change their name. The team is hoping to move to a new stadium in the near future, but that all depends on their willingness to change their racist name, according to the Washington Post. Majority owner of the team, Dan Seidner, has previously stated that he is not open to changing the name and views it as an honor towards Native Americans. What do you think? What's your thought process here? 
Do you find the name offensive? Do you find the name as honoring Native Americans? What's the thought? Something to think about. Wow. Wow. Definitely too soon there, Mr. Primus. Appreciate it, though. So, but what's your thought process? What is your thought process behind it? Do you think the name change should occur? Or do you think it should be left as is? Something to think about. That's for sure. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue down the path here. Let's talk about some of the different things that people have asked me to talk about for some God-unknown reason, but we're going to talk about it. Christina Ricci and her husband are divorcing. The actress filed for divorce on Thursday just after James allegedly attacked her in their home. While he wasn't arrested, Ricci did obtain an emergency protective order against him. Ricci is seeking sole legal and physical custody of their five-year-old son. Don't think I should share the name, just so you know. Anyways, let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the world of politics. Yeah, Republican Senator Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson. And James Langford have opposed eliminating the Columbus Day in exchange for making Juneteenth a federal holiday. Johnson's argument that adding another paid holiday for federal workers would increase the government's costs. So in order to avoid more debt, Columbus Day should get the boot. While the public opinions of <laughs> while public opinion polls show President trailing Joe Biden, Trump's campaign manage, manager Brad Pascal argues that the president is dominating when it comes to the most important factors, enthusiasm. Pascal told the Washington Post on Thursday that the unprecedented enthusiasm behind the president's re-election efforts stand in stark contrast to the flat, almost non-existent enthusiasm for Biden. Or as the president keeps on calling him, Sleepy Joe. I don't know why he calls him Sleepy Joe. That's what he's been calling him. Just so you know. Anyways, no winner for Tuesday's night. Make a million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $62 million. Jackpot or a $49.3 million cash payout. No winner for Wednesday night's Powerball drawing. Either Saturday night's drawing will be for $60 million jackpot or a $47.8 million cash payout. Options, of course, are yours. Just to talk about it, that's what we do here. Anyways, AMC has decided against removing... An episode of Man Man containing blackface despite many television series doing so. In a statement to the Los Angeles Times, the network explained that the controversial episode would instead include a disclaimer warning viewers that it contained disturbing images related to race in America. The decision comes after all seven seasons of the drama are heading from Netflix to 
Amazon IMDb. I didn't know that Amazon owned IMDb. Did you know that? I did not know that. So good to know there. So what do you think about that? Because I keep on asking that question on how that comes about. Do you think that episodes that contain people doing whiteface, because that is a thing as well, do you think that those should be removed? Now, it is a question of opinion. Do you think that if blackface is removed, the whiteface one should be removed as well? Just a question. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to think about these different things as they do come available. Anyways, let's continue Rumors have been swirling that Ellen DeGeneres may have danced her way on the stage for the last time. Insiders have been whispering that Ellen's show could be canceled amid falling ratings and alleged allegations that the host is rude to her staff. DeGeneres production company reps told the Post that the claims are untrue. Anyway, some different things going on there. Uh, It looks like Sheldon is just living up in the box today. Says that white, reference white chicks, said that it was a classic. And we have the Don Ronster referencing the people are too sensitive, which, hey, that's why I want to have these conversations as we move forward. But anyways, let's get you into our main story, because that's why you're here. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So if you haven't heard, I have to share with you, and that's why the titling behind what we were calling the episode, but Vanilla Ice is set to perform in Texas tonight. Despite a recent surge in the coronavirus cases, hospitalizations in the state, the rapper known for his hit song, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, let's do that again. Ice Ice Baby. Posted a video screaming to fans at a packed venue on Instagram, capturing it, I can't wait to get Back to this. According to the Austin Chronicle, Austin Chronicle, (laughs) the concert titled the Independence Day Throwback Beach Party is being held at the Emerald Point Bar and Grill at a multi-level establishment on the shores of Lake Travis. The venue is still open despite the governor's reorder of certain lockdowns because technically it's categorized as a restaurant. So something to think about there. Now, I have to tell you, this news story has been going crazy over the last little bit. So, as I have explained before, we pull the news, we get the information, we do the stuff. Now, I want to talk about a couple different things relatively quick first. Number one, do you consider this concert to be essential? Is a Vanilla Ice concert Essential. Didn't he? And of course, there was a reference earlier to the turtle power stuff that he had done. But as you are aware, and as we do move forward, and as we do have the conversations, we have to talk about everything. So, of course, because of the court of public opinion and things going on, some things have taken a turn for the worse. So let's go through some of this and let me give you this information. Take a look. Guys going to give you a little update about the concert in Austin. Uh, basically, I'm not going. <laughs> I, I, I listen to my fans. I hear all you people out there. I didn't know the numbers were so crazy in Austin, but uh, we were hoping that it would be a lot better by 4th of July because we booked this concert a long time ago. So uh, basically, 
just want to stay safe. You know, we do take it serious and we want to make sure that, uh, you know, everybody's safe. So we were just, you know, hoping for a good time, you know, 4th of July weekend, but, uh, it turned into be a big focal point on me and it's not about that. So anyway, uh, happy 4th of July and hopefully by new year's this Corona crap will have a cure. Come on, go ninja, go ready to go. <laughs> anyway, all the best, everybody. Okay, so go ninja, so go ninja, go for sure. But think about it: some people were going to go to a concert. Nothing against Vanilla Ice. Nothing against Vanilla Ice. You know, I liked the song when it came out many, many moons ago. I'm not going to lie. But would you be willing to take the risk if you know that these all these cases were there? Something to think about. Is it is definitely a piece of the conversation. Now, there has been some questions and some thought processes about starting to do concerts via drive-through, or excuse me, drive-in, where you go to a venue, you drive up in your car, there's still somebody performing from the stage, but you're watching from your car location, you're not allowed to tailgate, quote-unquote, would that be something of interest to you? And would Vanilla Ice be one of the first people that you'd want to see? Something to think about, because we're going to talk about it. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so let's continue, continue, continue. Zachary Levy is set to play one of the NFL's greatest quarterbacks, Kurt Warner, in the flick American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Both men have shared their excitement over the new, over this news on social media. So if you remember Flynn Rider, if you remember Shazam, this will be what was taking place. And of course, if you remember good old Chuck, he will be playing Kurt Warner. So it'll be an interesting story to see. As things do move forward. Anyways, let's give you some information here. Fourth of July facts. Some stuff to talk about real quick. The Declaration of Independence was not signed on the 4th of July in 1776. That actually the day it was formally adopted to the Continental Congress. But it wasn't signed by most signatures until August. Did you know that? Let's continue. Americans typically eat 150 million hot dogs on Independence Days, enough to stretch from D.C. to L.A. more than five times. That's a lot of freaking hot dogs, man. The presidents have died on July the 4th. Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and James Monroe. John Adams believed that the American independence should be celebrated on July the 2nd as that's the actual day the Continental Congress voted for the independence in 1776. Annoyed that the Independence Day wasn't celebrated on July the 2nd, Adams reportedly turned down the invitation to July the 4th celebration through his life. Massachusetts became the first state to make the 4th of July an official holiday back in 1781. The famed Macy's Fireworks Show in New York City uses more than 75,000 fireworks shells and costs about $6 million. Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is held annually on July the 4th. In 2018, champion Joey Chestnut ate 74 hot dogs with buns in just 10 minutes. 74 hot dogs! 
got some more here. Here we go. Independence Day became a federal holiday in 1870. As of 2016, July the 4th was number one holiday for beer sales in the U.S., according to the National Beer Wholesalers Association. Go figure on that one, huh? Jaws Chestnut is what Mr. Primus is letting us know here. In 1778, George Washington gave his soldiers a double ration of rum to celebrate the 4th of July holiday. Every July 4th, descendants of the signers of the Declaration of Independence tap the Liberty Bell 13 times in honor of the original 13 colonies. Eating salmon is a July 4th tradition in parts of New England. A small town in the U.S. typically spends about $8,000 to $15,000 on their fireworks display. John Hancock has the largest signature on the Declaration of Independence. The first July 4th celebration took place at the White House on 1801, hosted by Thomas Jefferson. And then, of course, last but not least, one of the World Trade Centers in New York is 1,776 feet tall to mark the year the U.S. declared its independence from Britain. So something to think about, 18 different subject matters right there, just to be able to share with you as we go through it. Anyways, it is Friday, and I know that it is Friday of Independence Day weekend, but we're not going to change it, and we're not going to do anything out of the ordinary. But on Fridays, we normally give you the 30 seconds for you to shout and get everything out of your system that's been pent up and built up over the week. All of the frustrations that might be going on at work as a safety professional. So here we go. Here is the countdown for you. And we'll get that started in three, two, and one. Duh. Duh. Okay, so that's going to be time. Hopefully you were able to get it all out, scream and shout, do the things that you needed to do, because you know how that goes sometimes. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of different things real quick. If you are going through right now and you are suffering and struggling from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, there is a phone number and a website you can go to. You can go to the National Prevention Suicide Lifeline. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Or... You can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK, and they're available to you 24-7. And just in case you can't get the talk out, it is 1-800-273-8255. So that will be readily available if you're interested in doing so. Just another couple things relatively quick. Some people have asked me if we're going to be doing anything virtually, course-wise, Related to safety, and yes, we have decided to move forward on doing so. So right now, we do have an event scheduled for July the 29th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. 
This will be a virtual event. You can sign up at safetyfm.io. That's safetyfm.io, not to be confused with safetyfm10. It's safetyfm.io. Now, what we what we're doing for this particular event, though, is something a little bit different. Normally, you know, one would imagine that our listeners would assist and help us promote. And yes, we're still wanting that, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to do something slightly different than most places do. And what we want to do on this occasion is we have actually put on the website a way for you to create an affiliate link. So with this affiliate link, you click on it, you create a link. We are going to do a 5% revenue share with you. For every ticket that's purchased via your link, we're going to share 5% of the cost of the ticket with you. So just keep that in mind. We wanted to be able to assist you as you assisted us in regards to promoting it. And that was the best way that we could come up with something. So give it a whirl if you do get a chance. Also, I did talk about this earlier in the week, and it's something that I want to continue to talk about as we move forward. If you get the opportunity, go to missingkids.org. That's missingkids.org. It will give you a list of children that are missing throughout the United States. This is some of the reasons why you get some of the Amber Alerts that you get on your phone. But if you go there, it will give you a list of everybody who is available, or not available, better saying, that is actually listed that is missing. It's a way that you'll be able to assist the different states and assist your community on people that are potentially missing. So if you go to missingkids.org, that is a website for that. Also, let me kind of tell you about the days of the years that you can celebrate today. So let's take them from the top. National Fried Clam Day. National Eat Your Beans Day. National Chocolate Wafer Day. National Chocolate Wafer Day. Something to think about there. So some birthdays real quick in the celebrity aspect. Ellen King, pop singer, turns 31. I think the one that sticks out the most to me. There's two, really. But this girl used to be an inspiration to me when I was younger. Olivia Munn, movie actress, turns 40 today. 40. Wow. 40. Anyways, Patrick Wilson. Movie actor Aquaman turns 47. And then, of course, just in case if you didn't think I was going to mention him, I'm going to, of course, Tom Cruise turns 58. And that's all occurring today. couple different things going on here at the radio station. So if you do get a chance, come to safetyfm.com. Take a listen to our live stream. We also do some recycle stuff that you can take a listen to some of the different shows that are available. Now, keep in mind that safetyfm.com, the app, and the Alexa skill are available 24-7. We are constantly streaming. And then here's the other portion. I drop in from time to time and don't let anybody even know that I'm jumping in. I just jump in and go. And sometimes that's how we go around and do some of the the live stuff that we do. So just for you to have it for the purpose of having it, if you are not watching the live stream, our studio number is 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. Anytime that we're doing any kind of live broadcast, if you call that number, which I need to turn off. Um, if you call that number, that will put you directly into our system. And you'll be able to interact live and online directly here, just so you know. Now, it is a free phone number to call, but depending on where you're calling from, meaning who your service provider is, they might charge you some kind of fees, rates, and so on, just in case. So just so you are aware, 866 866- 
930-SFM1 is the number for the studio. So there you go. Anyways, hopefully you have a great and fantastic Independence Day weekend. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. You know who I am. I know who you are. Duh. She did that a little early. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. I know you're never supposed to go silence on the air, but just in case you want to know, next week, Mr. Sheldon Primus and yours truly will be doing something special, special for you. So be on the lookout. I'm sure we're going to have to send it through the a Safety FM exclusive mailer and the Safety Consultant podcast exclusive mailer. But be on the lookout. We got something special for you next week. Can't wait to share it with you. Now I can tell you. Love you. Mean it. Bye.